just going to quote the first three sentences from uh, a well-known uh, piece of writing by um, the 13th century um, teacher Dogen from his uh, particular um, uh, piece here called the Genjo Koan, uh, realizing the fundamental point or the koan of this moment. The, of the first three uh, sentences are these. When all dharmas are the Buddha Dharma, there is delusion and realization, practice, life and death, Buddhas and living beings. Two, when the 10,000 dharmas are without fixed self, there is no delusion and no realization, no Buddhas and no living beings, no birth and no death. Three, since the Buddha way by nature goes beyond the dichotomy or abundance and deficiency, there is a rising and perishing, delusion and realization, living beings and Buddhas. So, uh, I just want to read the next sentence because I like it too. Therefore, flowers fall even though we love them. Weeds grow, even though we dislike them. And uh, so this is going to be a little talk on the, the three steps of Zen enlightenment. And um, often, you know, the Dharma comes in threes. And we've uh, talked about this before. Um, just like to make a little bit of sense out of this um, very important text by Dogen. And uh, if you can just sort of like grasp these three principles that we've talked about a lot, or these three steps. Um, I think it's, it, um, and uh, the, the triangle that I've spoken about before, um, it's just a really good way of keeping in mind, in a very simple way, um, our practice realization that we are. And, um, and it corresponds like the first, um, the first uh, step uh, is about the, the, the world of the human world, the world of beings, the world of uh, birth and death, the world of us and them, the world of self and no self, uh, or self and, and not me. And, um, the, uh, and in, in, in this world, um, we, is the world of duality, it's where we always find ourselves when we first uh, venture forth on this path and uh, and it's our home, it's what is and um, however we uh, experience often great levels of suffering in this particular world and um, as long as we are um, in this in this world as long as we uh, you know are, uh, are caught in what are referred to as delusions in Buddhism then we uh, um, somehow feel ourselves to be not quite at center. Uh, so in more contemporary psychological language, this is the world where we experience ourselves as always being insufficient or lacking or not good enough, uh, inadequate, etc., etc., etc. And um, in our Zen practice, in ordinary mind, um, this is the first stage of practice where we start to bring our uh, 
conscious intention and awareness to um, studying the self, um, studying the self of um, of inadequacy, uh, studying the self of lack, studying the self which um, feels lonely, studying the self which feels happy, studying the self which craves or addicts or addictions that self gets involved with. And um, this is where we uh, really discover ourselves in uh, our relationships with others and in our relationship with ourselves. And, uh, and this, this stage of practice, in one sense, uh, can, can, can go for a very long time. Uh, in fact, it's not really linear, but uh, this is where we always come back to. And, uh, but after a while, we start to get an inkling or a glimpse of, uh, of another world. Um, and this is the, uh, the second step. Um, and um, this is the world of no self. Um, sometimes it can come in some kind of dramatic opening experience, but it always doesn't come like that. Sometimes it's just a gradual, a gradual realization that um, we, our mind, our self is bigger than the self we normally get caught in. Um, so this is when, uh, in, in Japanese, daishin or big mind or big self, um, um, where we start to um, take that step back that I talked about and experience ourselves as the silence in between the thoughts. Um, our experience ourselves as the intimacy of our breath, breathing, of the, of the birds singing, of the anxiety churning in our stomach. From this point of view, from the, uh, so from the perspective of human beings, there's this, there's, this, this, there's, there's delusion and there's enlightenment. But from the perspective of no-self, there's no delusion and there's no enlightenment, or everything's enlightenment. Um, so, um, this is the radical notion in Zen, uh, Zen Buddhism when it came to China, this notion that originally we're all inherently enlightened. Um, so to become enlightened is not a, something we have to achieve, it's something we have to um, just realize. Um, and the the delusions or that get in the way of us realizing that uh, fundamental enlightenment is uh, the practice of that first stage of the, the me phase, observing all of that. And then slowly, every now and again, when the, the clouds might part in the sky and you just get those glimpses of the blue sky, which we already are. Um, but the third step is even more radical and probably what probably what makes Zen, maybe, maybe some uh, Tibetan, I'm not an expert on Tibetan Vajrayana teachings, but I think it's, this is what makes Zen a little bit different to what you might come across in the Vipassana teachings. But, you know, Vipassana teachers can sometimes be Zen teachers. <clears throat> but the realization in the, in the third step is that um, both delusion and enlightenment, self and no self, are all 
part of the, the greater sense of reality or truth. So truth is always bigger than delusion. But the, those, those delusions that we get caught in, the sense of lack, the anxiety, they're all just as much a part of our, they're just as much as part of enlightenment as anything else. Thoughts of um, uh, dualistic thoughts that fuel our anger, insubstantial as they are, um, um, and uh, are still part of that reality that we are. Um, so it's uh, this third step takes us to that going beyond that sense of creating this dichotomy between good and bad, uh, uh, between right and wrong, um, between I should be and I shouldn't be. Um, uh, it doesn't matter where we are in our practice. We're already fundamentally there all the time. Um, and um, it's then bringing this uh, realization of being able to hold both illusion and enlightenment, self and no-self, together in our everyday life. So that, that, that integration of those two, the apex of the triangle, is what then becomes the practice for the rest of our lives. How do we meet each and every moment, each and every relationship in everyday life with Daishin, with big mind? You know, um, how, do we, how do we respond to each moment as it arises? from that place of love, from that place of no self, from that realization that every person I meet is no other than myself. Um, and, uh, and even seeing how when we get caught in the, di the duality that, that of them and us, of not me, that's still it. And, um, and, um, So when we are um, doing our Zazen practice, um, that's why Zazen is not kind of a, a thing that we can um, somehow step outside of and, and uh, evaluate whether it's good or bad, because it's right off the page of evaluation. Um, oneness, the oneness that we are, we cannot step outside of that oneness. We cannot step outside of that oneness and evaluate it. As soon as we do that, we're back in the duality again. And um, so it's kind of like realizing that oneness in our everyday life and uh, the forgetting of the self. And another famous quote of Dogen is to, to, um, to study the path of enlightenment, and of enlightenment is to study the self. And then he says, to study the self is to forget the self. The forgetting of the self is letting go of all those evaluations of how we're not good enough or how we're lacking or how, we're not, how we need to be fixed and all of that kind of stuff. It's just letting all of that go. And um, just realizing the fundamental um, okayness and at easeness that we already are. And it's always here. So, I'll leave it at that.